accounts this shit is so oh my god let me get this straight right you got Emmanuel quickly and you got quentin grimes you have nick fans now coming on my timeline saying that dante divincenzo is an upgrade over Quentin Grimes and Emmanuel quickly. This is the shit I'll be talking about. This is the shit I'll be talking about with Nick Fitz. We always love shit that's outside the house instead of loving what we got in-house. What sense does it make to sign Dante DiVincenzo while Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes is still on my roster? It only makes sense to me personally Personally, if you're going to trade for Paul George, that's the only time it makes sense to me, personally. Then you got Nick fans saying, oh, you know, the Knicks might revisit the Zach Levine situation. No, they're not. No, they're not. 
No, they're not. I've been through this before. No, they're not. Stop allowing management to lie to you. Stop it. I don't know how many podcasts I got. Because I'm going to release like three audios today. I don't even know how many podcasts I got within the last 20. And I'm screaming on every single one of them. Why do the Knicks do this to me? Why do they do this to me? Why? What the fuck did I do to the Knicks for them to do this type of shit to me? We're in year four. We're not in year one. We're not in year two or year three of Leon Rose's rebuild. You got people on the timeline like Recap. He's talking about he don't want fucking Paul George. He don't want Zion Williamson. We're probably not going to get either. You got Charlotte fucking putting this Dante DiVincenzo bullshit on my timeline every day. You got Jay sharing a video where Dante DiVincenzo is literally shaking his ass on the wall. Literally. This is the guy people want to talk to. He's shaking his ass on the wall. People think I'm lying. Matter of fact, let me just share the J tweet at the top of the screen, please. Because I, 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 I wanted to say something about this, but what the fuck is going on with Nick fans? What the fuck is going on with Nick fans? You got quickly... Grimes just posted a video, a, a picture of him in the gym. Shout out to Quentin Grimes. He's understanding the assignment. I don't want to see you happy, brother. I don't want to see you on a boat. I don't want to see you in a yacht. I don't want to see you on a plane. I don't want to see you eating food. I don't want to see you with your family. I don't want to see none of that shit. I only want to see you in a gym. In non-playoff games, you average five points, brother. Supposed to be the shooter. You were scared to shoot the ball. I love that last pick from Quentin Grimes. Show yourself in the gym. Don't show yourself having fun. That's disrespectful to people like me. You lost me money. I felt like Mr. Crash. Squidward, you lost me money. Lost then. What? And that, that return was OD. The return was OD. Yo, you could come back, Brody. I'm letting people in. My phone. I'm not even paying attention to my phones. I'm rolling up. That's OD. So I'm trying to figure out from a basketball sense, just a basketball sense. I'm not even trolling right now. The basketball sense. On what planet? Am I going to sit here and tell Nick fans, go get me Dante DiVincenzo where there's literally no space for him? There's no space for him. Let Deuce McBride play. How about that one? How about that one? You want to trade Mitch? Okay, let Jericho Sims play. I don't need no, no, I don't need a free agent point guard right now. I have Deuce McBride. That is what the Miami Heat do. They run it back, but they always got a, a, a player from out of the fucking blue. Why Deuce McBride can't play? I'm confused. I wake up today, 
how dare you? And, and, and it's like a sickness. I think this sickness has been a sickness with Nick fans since the early 2000s. Since the early 2000s, the Knicks been signing journeyman vet free agents. And they've been loving these guys over guys they drafted. It's a sickness. It's a fucking sickness. So people now going to tell me Dante DiVincenzo has better defense than Quinn Grimes? That's what, that's what we're doing? That's what we're doing? Shout out to Ali. He copped a hoodie. You see him with the nice trucker hat, with the nice company man hoodie. Yeah, yeah, I just boxed about that too, bro. The, the next shipment, I'm going to make sure I ship the next shipment next Tuesday or next Wednesday, and, and that's going to be like another eight orders. We're going to ship that out. We're going to do it in two, week, two weeks at a time. When I got my off day, I got you. I'm going to ship your stuff out. If it takes a little longer, I'm going to throw you a, a, a hat in there. I'm going to throw you a hoodie, or I might throw you a T-shirt, whatever, because we always got extra inventory. But yo, back yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 stay real yes. quick, man. Why do we keep, as Knicks fans, why do we keep falling for this shit? It's like every year for the past 10 years, we've been falling for this same free agent shit over and over and over again. And we ain't getting none of these people we, we, we got our heads wrapped around, man. Why do we keep doing this, man? Yo, uh, this shit hurts my heart. And, 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 and you know what? It hurts even more when you got Nick content creators who I love. I, 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 I love these guys. You got Nick content creators who will come on the timeline and it will literally pander, pander to anything that the Knicks management do. I don't give a flying rat's ass shit about Zach Levine. We will not be getting Zach Levine. So I don't know why my guy Swinney Pooh is coming on the timeline today talking about Zach Levine. What the fuck did I tell Nick fans weeks ago? Why do Nick fans don't like listening to State? Why is always a battle with me but nobody else? It's always a battle with me. Oh, State, you're stupid. State, you're dumb. Why is always a battle with me? Why? You got to make everything make sense. I'm trying to figure out the basketball sense of this Dante DiVincenzo talk. Also, you got Damian Lillard. He out here thinking about loyalty. Fuck your loyalty, Dame. I'm tired of watching great NBA players. And I watched a lot of great NBA players within the past 20 years. The one that stick out the most to me is Tracy McGrady. So when Charlotte say, oh, State, would you trade RJ for Joel Embiid? No, he ain't better than prime Tracy McGrady. No. Fuck am I doing that for? Shit, I be thinking about Vince Carter, bro. Like, <laughs> I, 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 he might not be better than Brian Vince Carter. He might not. I just didn't want to get that disrespectful. Probably be better than Grant Hill? No. Hell no. Hell no. 
That's who you trade RJ for. There's none in the NBA right now. None. Spare me that trade RJ bullshit. State, why is, why are people talking about um trading RJ Barrett for Paul George? I honestly don't get it. And I know you were on the space earlier, and I got a little uh heated because a lot of people were talking. I did not understand what they were talking about. It was it was disgusting to hear that of RJ Barrett and this for Paul George and stuff. I just don't get why. What, what's the whole thing? I, I, I personally, and then um, fire T, you could go. I, for me personally, I think it's stupid. I think it's egregious. Um, I put up a Paul George trade last night, and I it, the the trade is so nasty that I even hate the trade. I'm not even going to lie. I, I posted right on that shit like, yo, I hate this trade. But I posted a Paul George trade last night, and it was basically, it, it's right here. Hold on, I'm, lo- I'm actually looking for it. Shout-outs to Jason Tatum, too, who pulled up to Brooklyn yesterday. Shout-outs to Jason Tatum, JT. Um, but I put up a Paul George trade. Basically, it's Paul George and Nick Batum. Now, you can have your choice. Either you can have Nick Batum or you can have – damn, I can't think of the young boy's name right now. Not B.J. Boston Jr. It's the other young boy. Oh, man. Milton? No, not fucking Milton. Don't even say his name again. He's on the Clippers, though. He's a young boy. Terrence Mann, my fault. Terrence. So you got, it, it could be Paul George and Terrence Mann or Paul George and Nick Batum. The Knicks will be sending out Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, Isaiah Hardestan, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly. Now, with State through this trade, now with State through this trade, no. I'm not doing this trade. Um. But gun to my head, would stay do this trade? Yes. Uh, why is the gun to your head? The gun is to my head because when you're in year four of Leon Rose's rebuild, the expectation needs to match the year. My year two expectations partially was tank. I didn't mind tanking in year two. Year one and year two, I don't mind you tanking. I don't mind you sacrificing two seasons straight because I know – Seasons down the line, you're going to reap the benefits of your reward. So I wouldn't mind it. Year three, I want playoffs. I definitely want playoffs in year three. That's a fact. I I stated that shit this summer when we signed Jalen Brunson. I want playoffs. We got to the playoffs. Year four, Eastern Conference Finals a bust. Eastern Conference Finals a bust. I don't understand why you don't why you wouldn't want another 20 point scorer with three guys who could already average 20 points already. I don't give a shit about usage rate. Great players make that shit work. Great teams make that shit work. People who want to sacrifice for others make that shit work. You don't think sometimes Charlotte wanna kick me out of a space? She sacrifices for me sometimes. I gotta sacrifice for her ass. You think I wanna fucking listen to her a lot? That shit is annoying sometimes. Stay calm down. I don't want to be calm. It's all about sacrifice. And, yo, stay. But you know what? What? what see, now, again, that's we're gonna go with the common denominator with all this. Your boy Tibbs. Like, like people want to bring in these new players, right? 
where we have a coach who cannot figure out his own players that's been here for four fucking years. He could not figure these dudes out, where they put them, and how to play them. So now we're going to bring in more players that he knows nothing about and when to play them and how to play them. He couldn't do it with his own fucking team, bro. Like, I'm not understanding this shit, bro. I, I really think it's him that need to get up out of here. We keep talking about our players. We really know it's Tibbs that really need to fucking go, for real. Now, for me personally, you know, Tibbs is the number one op. Um, Tibbs is the number one guy I want out the building. It's Tibbs, Dennis, Leon Rose. Um, I'm not even really too concerned about getting Julius Randle traded because me, once again, great teams wins championships. You got to make it make sense when it comes to these basketball players. If you go, if you approach a guy like Randle, a two-time All-NBA member, you got to make it make sense. He's 29 years old. I'm not going to sit here and tell another 29-year-old grown-ass man who's been the leader of a basketball team that you got to scale it back. And I just tell him that, and I don't give him no context behind scaling it back, right? You have to really sit that young man down. And and this is shit that I'm asking from Tibbs. Like, really, not even sit Randall down, matter of fact. Fire to you, right? It's really sit Tibbs down. And really get him to come to grips with, yo, bro, you got to modernize yourself, bro. For example, you got to really modernize yourself. You got to start playing Randall at the five. You have to play Randall at the five. You have to play Randall at the five. Play him at the five next to three wings and Jalen Brunson. Play him at the five next to four wings and just run the offense through him while he's playing the five. It's simple for me. It's not so simple for Tibbs. We know Dan Tony would have did that. Dan Tony would have did that. Of course. Oh, is that a trick question? Mike Dan Tony. Mike Dan Tony ran a six-five PJ Tucker at center. Yeah, Mike Dan Tony is a guy that see. I don't. I don't really fuck with um, Mike Dan Tony. Um, but I understand that his offense. You know, it's very, very critical to today's NBA. Um, I, I, I'm trying to understand, like, the Knicks logic of certain things. But there's an article out right now um, talking about a guy like Zach Levine that I'm going to bring back up. Shout out to Jay, man. Um, and in the article, it says, Bigger questions in Chicago come down to the Bulls' perceived big three of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and free agent Nikola Vucevic. The Bulls have engaged several teams on the Zach Levine trade opportunity. Sources say, as the all-star guard enters the second season of a five-year, $215 million contract. Oh, my goodness. God damn. God damn, bro. Sheesh. Play ball. I need to get back and back. Yo, I don't even want to deal with that shit, bro. Mm. I, mm. I don't want to deal for I don't want to deal with his contract for various reasons. But I will absolutely trade for Zach Levine right now, and trade some of these young guys out out here for Zach Levine because Leon Rose got to push his chips to the table. I don't want to wait another year. I'm not interested in doing that. That's just me. Like that's just my year. For- <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I ain't gonna lie. If we're going to get rid of anybody, then I'd rather get people to get rid of people that's not happy here, which is Obi, IQ, uh, Fournier, and some picks for Zach Levine. That's what I would do. But, but the reason why – so think about the context uh, of the reason why you would do that. Let me just finish this paragraph, and then we could, we could talk about um, 
the kids' mentals, right? Because that's one thing that I, I really wanted to focus on was their mentals when it comes to all of this, right? Um, Chicago, however, is set to hold Levine's trade value far above the return that Washington netted for Bradley Bill earlier this month. And it's difficult to find a trade partner for the Bulls that is willing to sacrifice blue-chip players and first-round draft capital for a 28-year-old and his lucrative contract in the league's new economic landscape. Maybe the Knicks will kick the ties again on Sirius Levine overturn um, over this summer, but New York ha so, has so far drawn a typical praise around the NBA for the Knicks' recent, recent patient team-building approach. <laughs> Shit is like a never-ending comic book. It's like a never-ending comic book, man. It's like a never... So, T, Jack, and all of you guys, <laughs> I'm not trying to kick quickly and, and all be out the door. You know, I want to keep these guys. I want to build with these guys. You know, I, I, I would love to win a championship with, with at least eight players, seven players drafted to the Knicks in that rotation. I think that I, I think I dream for shit like that. Right. But talking about kids mentors and we're talking about young, young men, young black men, young white men, young wherever you from. Right. When you have a coach. Who fucks your minutes. That's one. Two, you've been in trade rumors all summer. And not just for one player, but for multiple players. And I'm talking about quickly, Ovi, RJ Barrett, fucking Mitchell Robinson, um, Quentin Grimes, all of these young guys, right? These young guys all have been in trade rumors. So I'm wondering, mentally, would they be committed to Tom Thibodeau going in the next season? One of the things that is secretly bothering me is I think the kids will quit on the coach. And I kind of like that because I want Tibbs fired. But I don't want it to be that negative to the point where it well, fucks up my here we know the, it's the product that I want. Say that again? Jack, you just cut me. Oh, my God. Oh, my so God, my bad. I accidentally unmute myself. I was talking about mom. So, so, so it's teenagers, man. It's okay, young blood. It's okay. It, <laughs> it's okay. Yo, shout-outs to Wu. Levine doesn't win us another round. He does lose us flexibility to make moves for the right star. Wu, I agree with you, brother. But then again... I have an issue. Leon Rose is the top dog of CAA. He used to be. He couldn't get in the same room with Bradley Bill. What is going on with the Knicks? That's very alarming for me as I smoke my weed. I thought they came here to bring us some stars. I mean, what happened to that? I, I agree. Jalen Brunson is a nice layup. He's a nice, he's a damn good layup. He's a damn good layup. You got to bring me a certain... We're not roaching out the priest for that. Like, Jalen Brunson developed on his own. It was obvious when we hired him, his dad. Like, nah, 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 nah. nah we're going to give him a little praise. I, I feel like talking a little basketball today. I'm not in full negative mode today. We'll give him a little praise. He definitely got Jalen Brunson in the building. But then, 
at what cost? What did you have to sacrifice to get Jalen Brunson in the building? You probably had to sacrifice quickly. Quickly, regardless if I shit on him, regardless if I say he's a ball-hogging bitch, regardless if I literally seen him ball-hogging from Cam Reddish, acting like he didn't want to pass him the ball, which is very true. I know it's true because he blocked my whole profile. And then Knicks management, they want to tweet from the MSG Networks account, oh, look at quickly. He gave Cam Reddish three straight assists. That is a fact. He was bald. But I view quickly, me personally, I view him as a franchise point guard. I view him as somebody who can start for somebody's franchise at point guard. I have high respect for quickly, and I love quickly as my draft pick. I love that young man for what he's done for the Knicks. Quickly, in the past two seasons is eighth in total games played. I love the fact that quickly last season made a late season run for six man of the year. I watched quickly hung 30 plus points on the Celtics. I watched him be a better defender this season. I watched him be ranked um, very high in defensive plus minus. I watch him be fourth in value over replacement player. Shout outs to Nick City. You know, I'll put it up in the Jumbotron. First is Tyrese Halliburton. Second is LaVelle Ball. Third is Desmond Bain. Fourth is Emmanuel Quickly. Right? Quickly is a player. He averaged 14 points last season coming off the bench. Quickly is a player that can go to another team and genuinely put up 18 and 7. Why would I want my selfish intentions of me keeping quickly on this team, knowing he's better than what he is? It's a plus for the Knicks, though. Don't get me wrong. That means we got another star point guard on the team. But he wants to get paid. How can you justify paying quickly, going into the luxury tax, and you're not a championship contender? Oh, there's there's ways you could justify it. Go get Paul George. It's always way you it's ways you could justify paying Josh Hart $18 million. Go get Paul George. <laughs> like, like you gotta justify it for me. You can't just keep giving out these contracts just to be giving these contracts out. The Julius Randle contract is a good contract. He's given us production, even though he acts like a whiny bitch most of the time. Even though he ball hogs most of the time, even though he plays as defense, Randall still put up 20, 10, and 5. And I hate Randall with his thumbs down, that thumbs down bastard. Randall better be in the gym. I don't give a fuck if his leg is in a cast. Randall better be shooting a basketball. I better see a Randall pick with him shooting a basketball for the next two days. RJ Barrett, the fans need you at Rucker Park now. Jason Tate. Everybody else is in New York. We need to see you at Rucker Park now. You got to show your face. This Knicks team, they got to start ingratiating themselves with the city like the 90s Knicks did. This is why they get a lot of hate, too. 
the nineties Knicks was outside. Like these dudes was outside in Queens. They was outside in Harlem. These dudes was going to Rucker Park. These dudes, they was outside. I didn't know Mark Jackson was Escalade's brother. Jack don't even know who Escalade is. Jack, you know who Escalade is? Uh, I don't think so. I can't think right now. Oh, my. And one. And one, baby. And one. Oh, my God. That's how you know I'm old. Jack don't know who Escalade is. Jack, Escalade, I need you to go to YouTube. Type in Escalade and one highlights. Escalade is Mark Jackson's brother. Mark Jackson won Rookie of the Year as a Nick point guard, and then we traded him for Charles Smith. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm dumbing shit up. I'm going to get them on a hoodie, matter of fact, on a T-shirt. I got to put that together. I'm going to get that together. Mark Jackson with, with, with Escalade. Shout-outs to Escalade. R.I.P. to the group, to one of the GOATs of AM1. When I used to watch AM1 growing up, AM1 was like, like, it was golden to me, bro. Like, all, all of that shit was golden to me. The hand, like, I was growing up with T-Mac, Brandon Roy, Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Ginobili, um, shit. What's up, Brother shit. State? Brother State, I got a few minutes here. I'm on my break. I just want to say What's up, I'm proud of you, my nigga. You doing your thing. You a fashion designer, real Harlem shit. Doing your shit. Appreciate you. Appreciate you killing you. it. Appreciate it. I got to get some shit. You already know how we rock. Yo, if Dick fans would read articles, bro, they'll understand what's going on. I mean, you you, you can say what you want to say about people's sources. You think Jake Fisher's trash, Woj's trash. You know, you think whatever. There's a couple articles that dropped this morning said that the Knicks are known to be extremely patient in their team build, right? They're not, they're not going to do anything like hastily. They're going to wait till the shit uh, pans out officially. So don't look forward to a move. He did say the Knicks might kick the tires again on Zach Levine to bend on the price, but the Bulls were looking for a lot. The words were a lot more than what DC got for Bradley Beal. So you're talking about multiple picks, young guys, you know, they, they're going to want to try to, to, to rehash that, that deal. I heard, I heard that. Um, I just heard that they ain't doing nothing, man. I just heard that this, this shit is, this shit ain't gonna work, man. This shit is, we, we're not gonna make any major moves. This is why I've been pushing the Kuzma thing because I'm thinking Kuzma is an unrestricted free agent. You could probably trade something to get under the cap to about 25, 26 mil to be able to sign him outright. He might not get to that 30 mil that he wants. But you could probably get to 25 and just kind of absorb him on the actual team instead of going and, put, and throwing money at. At twerking Dante DiVincenzo, right? Because I don't want another six-three guard. I think we got enough of them motherfuckers. He tough. He tough, and he shoots a good three-ball. But you need size in the NBA, man. The Knicks got abused by Miami. You know what I'm saying in terms of skill and size, dribble pass shoot is important. You know, Bam Adebayo leads the way for that team. That Miami team to turn the shot creation for for himself and his teammates at six nine, six ten. So. Jew got to get back in. He got to get in the shot creation back. He got to pass. Obi's a talented passer. He got to get into his, his bag down low. You need, if you can add cools, you add cools, cool. But this front office is trash, bro. These, these motherfuckers are just too risk averse, bro. They too cheap. I just don't understand the shit. I don't understand how fucking long you're going to wait based on the fact you've lined up all these good contracts. Cool. But only there's only so long Jalen Brunson is going to continue to take to take a fucking pay cut, my nigga. He's going to want to get paid eventually. 
how are you going to react to when Randall got to get re-signed? If you, if you choose, they might re-sign him, so I'm saying it. And Brunson got to get paid. And RJ already got paid. You got to pay Grimes quick. You got to pay probably pay Obi if you want to keep him. So you're talking about being on top of that that tax apron, that second tax apron in no time if you keep going the way you're going without having to start. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. My wife, I'm going to enjoy my summer and touch fucking immense amounts of grass. I ain't, I, I can care less, my brother. <laughs> Honestly, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was touching grass last night, man. I didn't give a fuck about Twitter. You know, I was watching. What, what, what she what she had me watching last night? We was watching some movie. Hold on, let me go to HBO Max real quick, man. I was definitely touching grass last night. You know, I made some homemade chili. No, she like, nah, we don't gotta go out and get no food. I'm like, all right, bet we gonna I'm, I'm gonna cook some. You know. And um, she goes to sleep at like two in the morning. You know, this is the first time I went. He left his friend. You, you, you raw dog. Do it. What happened? What happened? Yo. Oh, sticking a feet in there, bro, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went shooting for the stars. <laughs> oh God, Jay just boosting my old Nah, nah, RSVP nah. for the wedding, you bastard. <laughs> nah, I ain't go. When I get home tonight, I got you. I looked at the website. It didn't pull up my, my full government. Please don't say my government on the internet, Papa Left. Thank you. I don't want weirdos on my real social media. That's right. But I got to pull it up. And, and your mom your mom put put my wife's name is Sonia. It's it's Sasha. What the fuck? Yeah, it's Sonia on the actual invitation. So I don't know if it's Sonia on the actual invitation. No, there's another, the there's so another lady named it. Sonia Anderson that has to come to the wedding. Ah, uh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, oh. so that makes sense. Hey, I just have one thing to say. Name a random white guy in the NBA that got his first contract that it panned out. I'll wait. <laughs> random white random white basketball players always get the bag and then s- s- fuck up your entire cap. Oh, Joel Ingles. Joel Ingles. Alex Caruso, maybe? Chandler Parsons, David Bertans. You don't sign Ooh. random white people at a premium. You draft them. It's a fa- it's a famous thing. And yes, it's racist. <laughs> I had to watch Cam Reddish get think, benched like I he was Dante a homeless man. I think Dante might think he's black though. I think Dante might think he's black though. I think I think we got more. I think I think Dante is a little different. But you still don't sign him. You draft him. You could draft Dante. I think he's black. Rachel Dolezal thought she was black too. How'd that work out for her? I don't give a fuck. This man is six foot five <laughs> with no wingspan. Yo. We got enough Yo, of those. You... He's an Italian with red hair. Like, what? How does that work? Wait, wait, hold on. That's not to DiVincenzo. Hold on, Jack. Let's be respectful here. Because eh. I don't. And I think I'm a little bit Italian myself, because I like a lot of pasta. So let, Don't let, you say let, it. Let, Your right. black ass is definitely not Italian state, but keep going. Keep cooking, brother. 
you know, you know who's a little bit Italian? I'm probably the most Italian here in the space. It's called Evaluation. You know it's called Evaluation. Me. No, not, I'm Italian. Not, not I'm 100 Italian. No, That's no, the thing. Jack. Yo, Jack, is your dad in the? Mar- no, is your dad, no, is, is your dad in the mob? Jack? Jack? Marked up the government yet? Nah, you haven't, nah. You haven't even given us a, a fucking social security number yet, Jack. Relax. <laughs> DP the franchise is like a quarter Italian. Did you guys know this? Listen, man, I don't know if he eat more big ziti than I do. I don't know if he eat more pasta than I do, man. I'm telling you, man, I think I'm a loyal Italian, like, bro. You get yourself some lasagna. <laughs> yo, CP and Tony sound like the same. Yo, Tony and CP is like the same person. Bro. You got to get the eggplant. Shout out my boy Tony. Yo, I promise you. I promise you, probably left next summer. I'm going to have Tony. And CP in the same area, and they and they, you gotta impersonate them all. Imagine cameras, Tony and <laughs> CP in the lightning round of Family Feud. <laughs> what the That's fuck kind of question is this? Uh, <laughs> pancakes. Nah, if I was on the radio, yo, I spent I spent a whole weekend in a car with Tony, bro. That shit was like, like he is he is what he is, like. That is what you see is what you get. Like yeah. most, I would ask him random shit to see how he's gonna answer. Like that shit is hilarious, bro. I was outside Tony with Tony outside the forty forty club, and he saw two BBWs walk by him, and he was like, "That's that's that's my speed right there." Yeah, but I. That, <laughs> he was like, that, he was like, that's it. Yo, he was back. That's my was, speed I, right I, there. He was, he was bagging everything in prime. Like he was bagging everything in prime, bro. He, said, he, he left Gooch. I can't, I can't hey, lie. Left Gooch. Hey, I know you tied down, but uh, look at those two right there. <laughs> Ari, Ari's like, Ari's like, that's nothing, bro. That's nothing, bro. Or I'm about to take you guys, bro. And then I was like, nah, Ari, I can't go to the strip club, man. I was like, I, I got to go home to Michelle. Ah, come on. Like, don't tell her where you're <laughs> going, bro. Just say you're hanging out with us, bro. Ah. Regular and shit, man. Yo, I, I, hope, I hope the Knicks is listening to shit like this. I hope they got a burner account, Knicks management name, listening to stuff like this. This is passionate fans, man. I do not want to talk. They probably saying we definitely listen to these motherfuckers. These crazy motherfuckers. Nah, it's, it's we really funny when the burners the, right the burners leave the account the second you talk about eating ass. Like the other day, I seen um somebody in Charlotte space who had like forty thousand followers, and she was like a well known reporter or some shit like that, and like the space was like, well, the thing about eating ass, and then like she left immediately. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Funny, man. Uh, you know, oh man. Yeah, but to just a quick announcement. You know, all all podcast hoodies, I got all of those for y'all. I got all I got I, I got some new shit coming out next month. I'm going to YouTube next month. I'm about to start I wanna start I want the I wanna start the state of New York State of the New York network. But who do you want? Who you you got to make a campaign to your other other the, the the superstar you want, state? You got you got to come out. It ain't it can't be Jalen Brown. Who does state want? Get me, who you want this team? Get me Devin Booker. Who who does state want? Can't have 
You can't have him. Who, who next? Um, who do I want on this team? If I want to, if I want the Knicks to trade for a superstar, that means that that player has to equal Carmelo Anthony or be better than Carmelo Anthony. LeBron. So by, so, so by those standards. Um, what about LeBron? T- what about LeBron? Hell no. Go fuck yourself, Papa. Why? I take I take Luca. You copy me, Steve. He would have to demand to go to New York. For me. He would have to demand to come to New York. That's the only problem. That was sort of the same thing Melo did, but New Jersey was also in the offering, I think, type one in the past. I know, but I know it's not realistic. That's why I never post that on the timeline. I don't post like shit like, oh, I want Luca and shit. Like, that's the player that I want. Nick fans don't want to trade for players that I like. Nick fans, <laughs> they like Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I like, can't wait till Dante DiVincenzo hits three threes in a bang into a timeout against the Wizards and you get your block spun like no like no other. Oh my I can't goodness, wait. Bro. Yo, yo, tell me why this offseason reminds me of when we just got Kimball Walker, Evan Fournier. And who else was <laughs> that's what this shit is reminding me of. And that nah, shit didn't work. Nah, you going off the deep end. You're going off the deep end, bro. It's not like that. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. We got a nice little foundation. Man, it ain't that bad. Well, technically, Dante DiVincenzo is about to take away some minutes from somebody. From so, who? From Grimes. From who? Cash got sources. I want to see if Cash want to come share it. Cash, you want to share it? Yo. If Cash got sources, he need to come up. Because I need to see this shit, bro. I don't want Dante's bum ass DiVincenzo here. Uh, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with us, though. <laughs> Yo, isn't it funny how I I cornered Robert Randolph into the random Avi realm? Like he won't post a video or nothing. Like it's it's definitely not him. It's automatic. So yeah, random Avies they get. Lefty, I told you that shit. Regular people a year ago. That is not. He, bro, he's a, he's fucking on tour with Ziggy Marley. Then he got time to be arguing on Twitter with us. Fucking motherfucker! He's a live band. He's an artist. Yeah, but my he, only, my he, only pushback. He spends half his day rehearsing. My pushback. I, I, Papa left. I don't give a fuck about Robert Randall. I'm smoking right here's now. Here's cash. Here's cash. Let cash. Let cash. Cash. Cash is go. Papa left. I don't give a fuck about Robert Randall. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm too high for that shit. Yo, cash is what's good, King. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Um, nothing. My boy, uh, he lives over in Ohio. He's pretty, pretty well connected. Um, he's telling me. That um, there's a deal. <clears throat> there's conversations. I want to say that there's a deal. There's conversations about Zach Levine and Darius Garland, and that from what the Bulls want, they want they want extra picks. They don't they don't want you to swap players or whatever the case is, <clears throat> and that they're gonna try to get a third team involved to try to make that deal. So that's just what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but my boy's pretty well connected. I, I don't think he would lie to me, but I don't know how do you guys so, feel about that. <clears throat> so let me get this straight. The new NBA, hold on, uh, let me get this straight. Let me see if this is a trend starter, right? Or maybe it's just the weed. Who knows? The NBA is trending towards two shooting guards in the backcourt. If Zach Levine plays in the backcourt with Donovan Mitchell. I, I think the mindset is having Donovan Mitchell play that, point. That, that, yeah, that allows Donovan Mitchell to be the full-time point guard. How the fuck is the Knicks beating that? 
We are not. Plus, even though Levine's defense isn't that good, he's taller than Garland. It would be better for them because you get a taller. Uh, also, I also read. Nick fans don't fucking read again. I also read that Cleveland contacted Portland about Nasir Little, so they could start him at the three man and get some defense and a little bit better shooting. And he's like six nine, six ten. I mean, Nick fans don't care about players like Nasir Little, but fucking UNC player, highly touted prospect. Been struggling so far, but has turned himself into a pretty good three and D wing. So, um, and Lonzo's not coming back all season next year, let alone ever well, I, at this point. So it makes sense for both. Sides. Well, since we know the Knicks is being patient, I guess we got to be patient too, right, fans? We just got to be patient and wait along with them. Fuck off, um, Zach Levine. <laughs> Zach <laughs> for Darius Garland. If the NBA starts trending towards two shooting guards in the backcourt, um. Wow. We're fucked. <laughs> no, we're actually not fucked. Because now I, I just want RJ in the backcourt with, with Jalen Brunson. And the Knicks going to have to go find themselves a big-ass wing in order to pair with those two. I think RJ Sound like Kyle Kuzma like to me. Oh, my fucking God. Fuck it. Give me Trey My only – yo, yo, Jack, stop, stop with the unrealistic shit. Stop with we those. We ain't getting no Trey Murphy, bro. I wish we could. We ain't getting. As far as Kyle Kuzma is concerned, I like Kuzma. Um, I like what he brings. He's too light-skinned for me, one. Two, I don't am, think am he I plays too light-skinned for you, Stan? Nah, nah. You, you my brother. You're a Knicks fan. I need, but, I need but, but Stay, what do you think about what you think about the offensive capability of, of Zach Levine and, and Spider? Because Levine is more of a spot up shooter, right? In a way. You know what I'm saying? He don't he don't need the ball per se. Great players make it work. That's my answer to that. Great players that's a dangerous one two combo. I know that man. Yeah, that's a that's a mean one two combo. Like you don't think Bradley Bill and Devin Booker gonna work? That shit gonna work. Great players make it work. When you have another great player next to you, it makes the game easier for you. So now you see things quicker. Now you understand the game quicker. You get what I'm saying? Like that's what Big Juice said. Big Juice said, I want to play with talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I, I be with Big Juice. I understand him. I feel him. That was a cry for help. He playing with talent. Yo, when you got Randall, listen, man. And I don't I don't like defending Randall. But when you got Randall out there and both Quentin Nelikina, Annie Manu quickly is scared to shoot the ball. I can't really put all of that on Randall. And I really don't as far as what, how the playoffs went. Uh, I put 50% on him because he's all NBA. He got to get shitted on, rightfully so. But at the same time, the rest of the 50%, that shit could be scattered across the board from coaching to the roster construction to having players who is not built for the moment. And when I heard Randall say that, it like that's why I like that interview per se. Right, I know he said the stupid shit about film. Cool, everybody say dumb shit. I I even say dumb shit at times, but when he said, "I'm not built for a number one option," I right, cool. I've been knew that. I just needed Randall stands to hear that, so them stupid ass motherfuckers can shut the fuck up. Needed them to hear that. The second thing was, oh, I need talent around me. You know, players I could trust. Uh, I if I hear that. And then you hear me come on the timeline the next day, and I say, all right, look, listen, man. Go get me a current All-Star. 
I'm tired of Randall saying shit like this. I don't want him complaining no more. I don't want him giving no more excuses. I don't want to hear about his ankle no more. I don't want to hear about his all NBAs no more. Even he he sounded genuinely like, listen, I got all my accolades I needed. I'm good. I want to be in the background. I want to be the fourth option or the third option. Thank you, Randall. So you can shut the fuck up for the rest of the summer. Now just post gym picks. Now it's up to Leon Rose in order for him to make a move to make the roster make sense. For me, if you trade if you trade for Paul George, it makes sense to get Dante DiVincenzo. It makes sense for me. Yeah, because we need scorers then. If he want to be the fourth or third option, we need scorers who could take up his slack. Yeah, we're going to need scorers. And, and, and I think me personally, a guy like Paul George will make RJ even better. Because now you practicing against the dude every day. It's it's a diff it's different when you training with a guy all summer as opposed to being with a guy every day. Right? Paul George is also a family man. I know he's done dumb shit in the past. I slept with his teammates, wife. Fucked up his whole team in Indiana. Countless playoff series. He's fucked up. I watched, yo, he lost me money to a rookie Donovan Mitchell when he was in OKC. I'm telling you guys, I don't like, I don't, I watched Joe Ingles tear his ass up. Balls. He tore him up. What? He was getting tore up in Indiana too. Joe Ingles was in his head that series. But I remember watching that shit live when Joe Ingles was genuinely taunting him. He was killing Paul George. Oh my, oh my goodness, he was killing Paul George. Donovan was killing, but Joe Ingles was killing Paul George. That Then Paul George goes up against Dane. We all know what happened there. Bye-bye. So Paul George goes on an interview, says, look, listen, I'm not a number one. All right, so now you got two number, you got two motherfuckers who are saying to both of themselves they're not number ones. RJ Barrett. Paul George is a fucking number one option, bro. He just like. He's not no number one, bro. He's got the talent, bro. That no, must, he's not a number one. He's the most fluid ball player in the he world. He is. Bro. He is, but he's not number He's He's not a number one, Jay. I'm, he's very talented. He's a great basketball player, bro. He is not a number one, Jay. So this is what it comes down to for me. Outside of Randall and Paul George. Right? Because hypothetically speaking, I'm going to believe in my heart of hearts that Leon Rose won't let me down. Because he let me down so many times. I'm going to believe in him. I'm going to believe in him. Like when I meet a new female... And I'm talking to her, I'm going to believe her. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give Leon Rose the benefit of the doubt here. And I'm going to believe in him until Sunday or Monday morning. That we'll have Paul George on the roster. After you get Paul George, after those two, Paul George and Julius Randle, they don't want to be number ones. So now it's up to Jalen Iverson who will be playing in FIBA this year. And y'all know for a fact, every single season a player goes play in Team USA FIBA, Team USA or FIBA, the next season they come back, all the motherfuckers be hooping. All of them. That shit be oh, across the board, all the motherfuckers be hooping. I remember when fucking Harden, um, KD, and Russ went to Team USA back in 2012, I believe. Yo, word to that next season, all three of them motherfuckers was hoping. I'm like, oh, my God. 
Braun came back hooping. Wade came back hooping. Bosch came back hooping. I think Paul George was on that team. He came back hooping. Everybody came comes back hooping. So Brunson might genuinely be an MVP candidate. Because if he hooping and FIBA go undefeated, now he could take that, he could take that momentum going to the regular season and say, okay, I can do some things now. Right? Now RJ Barrett. He's going to FIBA, by the way, Steve. I just wanted to remind you on that. Who who? RJ? He's going to um Canada though. Oh, thank God. Thank fucking God. Oh, it's going to be spooky for the Knicks next season. It's going to be spooky for the Knicks next season. We got two players in FIBA? Oh, God. You're not, you're not going to start, though, because I think you got to start Murray, SGA. And no, he's Ludo. starting. You have? He's not starting okay. over RJ. Yo, yo, starting line, I already know what the starting lineup is besides yo, the five. Yo, the five yo, questions. Yo, <laughs> Jay, stop. It's Murray, SGA, State. Jay, stop. Okay. It's Murray, SGA, RJ, Wiggins, and then whoever the center is. Jay, stop. That's what I'm saying. You got Lou Dort anyway. I forgot about Wiggy. Jay, Wiggins stop. is the four. Jay, Jay Wiggins stop. is the four. Wiggins is the team. He's. The, I think he's team Canada's captain. He's the four. RJ's the three. Jamal's the two. Um, SGA's the one. Yeah, so team Canada. RJ Barrett is going to play. That's going to be lovely. Oh, FIBA's going to be nice this year. I can't wait for FIBA. I'm gonna have some FIBA shorts come out. I'm gonna have the fucking the the, the fucking Jalen Brunson. I'm waiting for the Jalen Brunson team USA to come. I got I got some I got some got some shit in line. But RJ Barrett going to FIBA. I need RJ Barrett to come back next season on Demon Time. It, it, it's go time now. It's gold. Well, time. he gonna be he gonna be getting abused every day by SGA and, and Murray in practice. So, and you don't think they gonna they, they not gonna get abused too? You think RJ really trash? Yo, yo, RJ, you have to show up, King. Jay still think you whack. <laughs> I don't know what. Niggas out here sleeping on you, boy. They still sleep. You better have an MVP season. You better. Or I'm fucking being yo, mad at you, RJ. I'm telling you right now, Jay, you better put your money in on the young man for next season. I'm putting my money in on Jalen Iverson next season for sure. Because he going to FIBA, he going to come back next season as a demon. So I'm looking at one of those two guys to be, to be the number one option next season. But if you got Paul George and Randall, and they your third and fourth option, because I l- l- listen, man, I love both of those guys, but they not number ones or number twos. They is too mentally fragile. Nah, Paul George is a number two. Come on, Steve. No, he is not. Come he on, is bro. Too mentally fragile. Do we think they could really play together? Do you think they could mesh well? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell fucking what? That's a seamless fit. That's poppycock if you don't think those four brothers can play together. Because Paul George is the prototypical three, right? And he can play some four. So that's so now. I'm begging for Tibbs to play Randall at the five. You got to play him at the five now. Like, please, can you play Randall at the five now? Because now you can put Paul George at the four, and you can put Josh Hart at the three. Don't be dumb. Talk basketball. Right? RJ. Now, the the thing about RJ, what I like from him, 
towards going towards the end of the season and even in the playoffs, RJ has spread that rock around. RJ had get the ball around. RJ had passed the ball. Brunson don't pass the ball like that. And I think part of the reason why last season he didn't pass the ball like that is because he didn't trust his teammates to get it done. That's one of them. I think the second reason is the coach. Uh, I think the coach puts a lot on his plate. Uh, I think the third reason is it's his first season as a starting point guard running an NBA offense. So if I want to give him three basketball reasons why, those are the three. And I just have a belief that those four guys can work together. I think I think Randall and Paul George, I think they have a Oh, oh Trey Lyle, Trey Lyle started the fourth for Canada. Trey Lyle is starting at the fourth. Sorry, guys. Nah, Jay's trolling. Jay's yeah, Jay is ultra trolling. Trey Lyle. That's who started at the four last Trey time. Yeah. That's who started at the four last time. Yeah, That's who started last time. What's the face? There was no Murray or SGA. RJ was the two. Um, Wiggins right. was the three, and and Corey Joseph was the point guard. And and Trey Lyles was the four. And um, what's and his? Dwight Powell was the five. Who? Dwight Powell was the five last time. And this Dwight time he Powell, did... he extra whack. He dumb ass. And now so... next year, it's either going to be Olenek, Lyles, or um, what's it, or Powell at the five probably. And I don't know how I'm like this known like. Looking at Canada like this, Wiggins is gonna be the four, the four, the four, the five. Like the one through four is um basically done already. It's gonna be SGA, Murray, RJ, Wiggins. Those are the first four. Yo, Team Canada gonna be shooting teams out the gym. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to play them, bro. That's like that's kind of like how France used to be. But I would, yo, France too, man. Like I wouldn't want to fuck with Canada, bro. I don't want no smoke with Canada. Yeah, they got they got play, and then they got Dort and RJ for the toughness and the strength, bro. That shit gonna be and Wiggy. Oh my god! Oh, nasty. <laughs> That's gonna be but, a tough out, bro. But you know who they gotta go against, right? That boy Jalen Iverson ain't coming. It, it, that boy Jalen Iverson gonna be coming back next season and demon. Gonna be dropping sixty in FIBA. Oh my god! Yeah, Jack, stop this young shit, man. I don't, think, I don't think I don't think Brunson even started FIBA, bro. You hot, you hot. I mean, you got all the U.S. point guards, bro. There's mad point guards in front of him, bro. Brother, brother, he is starting, brother. <laughs> Who's starting over him in FIBA for Team USA? Now I gotta look at the roster. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a point guard that can start over him in FIBA, bro. bro. Sure of it. Nah, Mm-mm. not this year. Mm-mm. Not Jalen Iverson. Mm-mm. You need that type of. Mm-mm. That's gonna be. It's gonna be nice though. Fever's gonna be something to really watch. I think um, RJ is gonna be the main focus for me because I need him to come back way better next season. I'm expecting for the Knicks to make a trade um, since all of this Dante Divincenzo talk. It got to be a plan with a plan. They can't just be leaking this shit out and not have a plan. That that that's my belief. I'm gonna stick to it to make myself happy because I don't want to piss myself off. Uh, I think having a plan with a plan equals championships. I think getting having your backup wings as Dante DiVincenzo and Josh Hart, I think that's a great, that's a good start. But I think you have to still fill up the talent. Um, high, you you need some high end talent. You need some players that could create their own shot. I'm hoping that Jacob Toppin can actually make the team. 
And and what's really crazy about the whole Paul George trade stuff is you don't really have to trade Obi in that deal. Like you can keep him if you want. If the Knicks want to pander to Obi and just keep him and his brother, then you can do that. Will it happen? I don't think so. Um, I think it would be nice to see Obi and, and Jacob Toppin in the same rotation coming off the bench next season. But you know, Tibbs don't like athleticism. He like playing. <laughs> Yo, God, I hate this fucking coach, man. I swear, I hate this coach, man. He makes he he, he makes everything like a he makes everything sound difficult. What's up, Fire T? You was going to say something? I, I hate this dude. I, I really feel like once we get rid of this coach, bro, our team, they're going to play, like, free and fun like they was. Oh, man, I'm just tired of this dude. That's all I can say. I just, I'm tired of him. His, his, his course has run its, its – his train has run its course already, man. He did what he, he could do for us, and it's time for him to move on. Another thing I want to address, too, is the whole sources thing. I think sources has, all right. So if you're an as inspiring, if you're inspiring to be a sports journalist, I think you can say sources, right? If, if, if that's what you inspire to be, if you inspire to be, somebody who writes for the Knicks, you inspire to be somebody who can get close to the Knicks. You know, if you have a family member who knows a friend that's with the Knicks and you want to be a person that write, that, that that can actually ask questions one day, right? Then you can say sources, right? But if you're like a net regular Knicks content creator, if you're a regular Knicks account, you have to stop. You're adding fuel to the fire. And what I mean by fuel to the fire is this is why it used to be an LOL Knicks. Because the media will leak a name. Knicks fans get excited. We'll do we'll conjure up all of these trades. We'll conjure up all of these scenarios only to get somebody of lesser stature. Um, last, last summer. We spent countless hours, we spent countless spaces, we spent countless time on Donovan Mitchell, right? That ship has sailed with Donovan Mitchell. Then what we do, we moved on to Devin Booker talks, right? Just conjuring up random bullshit. That ship has sailed. Who is the next guy? Then you go to Zach Levine. That ship has client. That ship definitely has sailed. So that I don't even know why Nick Finn's even writing articles about Zach Levine anymore. That Rich Paul, once again, Rich Paul, African American, is one of the biggest sports agents ever. My, in all time. I never seen some shit like Rich Paul. That could literally goon an NBA team and bring in his clients. They said there's a rumor that 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 clutch is going under when LeBron retires, bro. Yo, this is, yo, you see how they be treating the black the, the, the black agent, bro? How the fuck is clutch gonna go under when LeBron retires? Like, what, 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 you know what I'm saying? What, what's, where's the evaluation? Like, how we how do we know this? 
How you? Why? Why? Why you talk down on Rich Paul? But I don't give a fuck what Rich Paul do. Rich Paul is changing the game for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And and the source of shit. You understand when you talk when you do deals like you see how Cash is a businessman and, and I'm a bank and shit like that. These motherfuckers you talk to every day, they be having we talk to people that's in these businesses, in these treasury offices. Businesses have things called treasury offices. They have a treasury officer that, that handles all the finances for a company. Right? So when you're in business, you got sources. You don't have to be a writer to have sources. Sometimes you're in business and you might talk to a random motherfucker that knows if the niggas is gonna make a trade based on a on the treasury outlook for the next six months. Cause he 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 or she cuts everybody's check, like you can't like we can't just downplay everybody's shit based on the fact that they don't have a basketball source. Now there's business in basketball too, correct? These, these these people have business offices that cut that wire these guys money every two weeks because NBA players got to get paid. When you get paid, it's called ACH, ACH or wire, and there's a business office that wire or ACH these guys payments every two weeks, and there's people that put through these payments, so they have information too. So don't get it twisted. Shout out to Cash. Shout out to Cashes, man. That um correct. So, you know, I'm I'm not really mad with people who put sources. It's just that stay in your lane. If you really want to be a sports journalist, all right. So triple down on it. Continue to say sources. Don't let people, don't let the random Abbeys like try to push you off your your pivot. But if you're not just stop the source of shit, man. I'm tired of reading this random shit, man. The the the, the Robert Randolph. I'm, I'm sick of reading this shit on my timeline, man. It's very annoying. This is why I got over 20 words muted. I got a lot of words muted because I don't like reading a lot of shit. I don't like math class. I'm P-E-R, muted. Vork, muted. Raptor, muted. I don't want to read none Robert of that. Randolph ain't even... Ain't even you can't tell me Robert Randall on top of Ziggy Marley is tweeting on Nick's Twitter right now. I just can't. I can't bring myself to believe this. Like I can't believe a, 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 a an acclaimed artist, a musician of his level, is going to be on Nick's Twitter bullshit all day when he on top of Ziggy Marley. I just can't believe it. I Absolutely. can't believe it. Absolutely not. Spoof accounts. Spoof accounts. Shit is ridiculous. But um. For me, I, I, I just want to be a guy. I just want a team that has that's respectable and that's understandable. I don't want a team that's stupid and redundant. That's why I want the Knicks to make changes. So it's today is Wednesday. We've got one more day for the Josh Hart deadline. And the Josh Hart deadline is supposed to be tomorrow, I think, 12 noon. Um, if somebody knows that, it's supposed to be twelve at midnight, like right when, like it's supposed to be twelve a.m. is the deadline. I think I'm not sure. So he's, he's opting into that contract. Night. We know what he's doing with it. Is he opting in for real? Like, what is he doing with that? I don't know. I'm gonna tell you this. Sorry, Seth, for interrupting. Um, I think they're talking like future extension if he accepts. But I would hate that because I'm not giving Josh Hart more than fucking. So he's getting thirteen million, million this year, and then eighteen, 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 seventeen, sixteen. You know, they descend this shit. For the next probably four or five another years. three year. It'll probably be like the whole accept it and then another three year deal. But thanks, Dave, for letting me up because I'm out. Because I think I, I think Jalen Brunson is the only cat that got an ascending contract. So I, I'm assuming Jalen, uh, Josh Hart would get an ascending contract. So if it's 13 this year, maybe like 14, 15, and 16 moving forward. Who knows, man? Who knows how they do it? But th- that that ascending descending shit is is how the Knicks work. 
I heard that the ascending contracts is who they want to keep, and then the descending no, the descending contracts is who they want to keep, and the ascending contracts is who they want to trade. I don't know. RG's ascending. Food for mm. thought. If Josh option and extends off his twelve point nine million dollar salary for next season, which he is eligible to do up for one hundred forty percent of that salary, that will give the Knicks assets using. To using their full what what, what number what number does that bring him to state? Does it tell you? Say that again. One hundred forty percent of the twelve point nine million. What what number does that bring him to? Does it say? Um, it doesn't say. I can find out real quick. We need a calculator. One hundred forty percent of twelve million. I know that when you sign an extension, you're limited to what you can, you can actually get. Uh, so that that peg him over like. 16, 7, 17 max. Like 15 million. That's like that's 15 max, right? Yeah. Yeah, about 18 million. I think I think he ascends. I think he goes like 14, 15. I think he maybe maxes out in the third year, like maybe 16 million. I don't know. Who knows, man? <laughs> Who knows, bro? We're doing this is all speculation. Who fucking knows, bro? Who knows? I don't I don't know. <laughs> They gonna sign the Villanova boys, man. The Twerk boys, and, and run it back next season with with Big Juju getting frustrated again, man. It's fucked up. Give me a couple <laughs> years of this shit. Yo, a couple years of this shit, bro. Yo, I nah, I, yo, next season, man. I'm just hoping the Knicks make make this trade, man. I'm I'm ready for a trade, man. I'm ready for a fresh start for quickly. I'm ready for a fresh start with Obi. I want those guys to continue their careers. And, and what I think, what I think, state is I think I think they're more. I think they they they're more attracted to in season trades because if you look at the moves, they've pretty much been all in season trades, right? Outside of the the Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel trade. Mm-hmm. I'm not. So I think waiting in in season nothing. Leon Rose don't have. The- I I agree, bro. I agree, bro. I heard it. I heard it yesterday on a who, who I listen to some of podcasts, and it was like the Knicks is more. They're more like inclined to do like in season trades. Like it might be something that comes into their lap. I think Colin was talking about it. It might something. It might be something that comes to their lap in like February that they like that they wouldn't like in the summer, and they'd be more inclined to make the trade at that point. Is what you're saying? Because if you look at all the trades, the Cam Reddish joint came in what November, December. Yep. Josh Hart came in February. Uh. A lot of the a lot of the little mini trades they've been doing, you know, the the Zach Levine shit happened pretty much, you know, off trade season. The Donovan Mitchell shit was all fucking NBA because they was negotiating into August, September, right? Yep. So that shit that that whole trade shit was happening like fucking literally all trade season. August they they supposed to be on vacation. You know what I'm saying? So these motherfuckers don't like to pick up the phone when everybody else picking up the phone. They like to fucking. Let the shit die down and, and get comfortable and fucking start negotiating when it's like a little bit off season. It's fucked up, man. It's weird. They fucking this is the weirdest front office I've ever fucking came across, bro. Yeah, they mad. This shit's weird as fuck, bro. I wish I wish they spoke more. I think that's the reason why I'm also frustrated. They don't speak a lot. Leon Rose don't talk to the fans. He don't come on interviews. He don't tell us how he's gonna do the build. He he won't tell us. Shit, he won't make it clear about Quickly's future with the Knicks. I think that's something that, and, and, and this is the reason why I think going in the next season, if we ran it back, I really think the kids is going to quit on Tibbs because it's too many 
it's too many narratives going around right now and, 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 and too much talk about trades that if he, he does not make a trade, how do, you, how do you think these kids is going to feel going back in the same locker room next season? I'm going to feel some type of way if I'm quickly. I'm going to feel some type of way if I'm Obi Toppin. And if Tibbs going into Obi Toppin's fourth year tries to pull Obi Toppin and try to play him 15 minutes per game like once again, knowing that Julius Randle is just coming off surgery and it's going to take Randle at least two to three months to even get back into primal form, Obi's going to be hot. A lot of feathers is going to be ruffled. And I don't know how much longer Leon Rose's son as Obi's agent is going to continue to take this. Now you're fucking up your money. You can't fuck up your money. So it woof. quickly looking at Leon Rose with the side eye. Obi looking at Leon Rose with the side eye. RJ Ben had the side eye. That's why I love RJ and respect RJ. Because they literally... And I be hating Nick fans sometimes, Jay, because Nick fans try to discredit reporters who been doing this shit for decades. Absolutely, it's nasty. Woge literally came out and said the Knicks offered R.J. Mitch and Obi and three firsts for Donovan, and the Cleveland Cavaliers curved. Thank God, because <laughs> I would have been hot. Right. Hot. Right. Because Quentin Nelikina would have been your starting three. <laughs> How you winning with that? How you winning with that, yo? So the Knicks got curved for for Donovan Mitchell. Okay, cool. Like, can you find me something else now? Like, Donovan was like the perfect trade candidate, too. You wouldn't even be in this situation. What, what's, what's the point of Quentin Nelikina if you, if you sign a Dante DiVincenzo? I, I don't know. That that's I like just, I just got questions because like I'm a, a Nick fan saying that he would play the Fournier like what you miss with Fournier not being out there or like how does it how does it work? I I don't know how that works because they both six four they both small. I, I was thinking know. about that the other day. I was like, yo, if you if you sign Dante and say like yo Rose and Fournier didn't play for like half the season and injuries happen, I understand it, but like who's sacrificing like minutes because somebody gonna have to sacrifice actual tangible minutes. Or are you fucking? Do you want to like uh, low manage Brunson more for the playoffs? Is that the goal? Like how? Like is Tibbs capable of that? Like what's the point? Like where are these minutes gonna come from? Is my question. I I don't know, bro. That's why I said I would rather it's it possible if you do a trade first, and if you trade Grimes or you that trade, makes sense. You, you get what I'm saying? That makes no. Nah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I know that. You, you know what I'm saying? Because if you trade Grimes and quickly, okay, cool. Now you got Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo coming off the bench. That makes sense to me. Yeah, but, cool. That that makes perfect sense. That, but that now makes, you got all the same player pretty much. You got like, you know, DiVincenzo and, and, and Grimes is like, you know, even though he DiVincenzo might be a better version of what you, you know what I'm saying, what you got with Grimes, but Grimes eventually might get this. So, like, where are you like – how does this make sense to just keep stacking shit on top of the deck? Like you ain't the roster don't make sense. You don't have no creation over fucking six eight six nine. Like you don't no shooting over six eight six nine. Pretty much, you know your your, your centers can't shoot. You got a lot of fucking fun. Your your, your wings can't shoot. You got shooting guards that can shoot, but you don't got nobody six 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 seven six eight that can fucking at least give you thirty seven percent from three. Which I I oh uh, another name that was mentioned to me. Sorry, state. And I, again, I listen to a lot of content and read a lot of articles. Sorry, Nick fans. I know you think I I, I tweet about fucking Kuzma's outfits and shit, but I, I I study this shit. 
uh, I was told, I, I heard on the podcast the other day that if you swap out RJ for OG Anobi, it makes sense because OG has shot 37, 38% from three the last four years and came in uh, second team all NBA defense last year. So the, 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 the strategy is to, to slot out RJ at the three, put in Anobi, uh, have Anobi uh, create shots for 20 minutes off the bench like how they did with RJ. And you get a little bit better three point shooting because he, he's like close to thirty eight percent. You know, is what I was told. I got a bad stat for you. And you got the Toronto shit, the Toronto RJ connection. I hear you. You know, send RJ you. back home. You know that type of shit. I want you to go look up OJ and Anobi's isolation stats, and now I want you to come back to me after you look up those stats. You're going cringe. You go, your face is going to cringe. And just tell me, just tell me, just tell me. I'm dropping. Tell me. He's bottom five in the NBA. They all isolation stats. Like so, he can't he can't create in the 20 minutes you need him to create. He cannot create his own shot at all. That so is you can't. Thing. We can't have that. We, he is a horrific fit. <laughs> now, if you want OG and Toby next to RJ, next to Randall, next to Brunson, we could talk. We could do business. We, we could definitely do business. If OG wants to be the six foot eight. Wing who can who can guard one through five. RJ, now we don't got to depend on RJ to fucking play defense all the fucking time, but RJ gonna have to become a better defender his damn self. He has no excuses next season. I better not see Ruben Patterson next season. He got four. He got four years of me calling him untouchable. Yeah, he got to bring it both sides, man. He can't, he can't. He can't. Can't be passable yeah. in this NBA, bro. And the position he plays and the money you get paid, bro. He just got to bring it on both hands, bro. He has no choice. He, he got to get to the point now where he waving dudes off, like yo, Randall go to the corner, yo, Brunson go to the corner. He, he got to get to that level now. I think we did, man. I think the playoffs proved that he could he could create in high leverage moments. But the defense on the other side, you got he got to be able to hold his man like with no help. Like we can't, he can't get lost. He can't get turned around on defense. He has to be stout. He got to be OG Anobi. He got to be Paul George. He got to be these guys that got this, 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 this super high defensive rating, and they give you a lot on offense as well. He got to be the two way win. He, yo, now, yo, bro, he doesn't have the, yo, bro, he's six, he's six six, I think he's six seven in shoes, but his body type, I'd rather him guard and shooting guards. That's just me. He's not big enough to be your small forward. Like he's not. Big enough for that, but that's also on. It's also on RJ, and it's also on management. I think Tibbs asked RJ to put on weight last year. That shit did a disservice to RJ Barrett. He literally played. I think he played at least like sixty to sixty-five games, just getting himself in the shape. He looked horrible on defense last season. Was that attributed to having Jalen Iverson, who's a short-ass point guard? And having Quentin Nelikina, who's also an undersized guard, and Quentin Nelikina did a great job. I think he was top five in match matchup difficulty last season, right? Did a good job, but he's still small as damn self. Julius Randle, Randle got a seven foot wingspan, and this man does not like to get steals. This man does not like to get block shots, so he needs to scale it back too on offense. He needs to scale it back. He needs to focus more on defense. So you get another guy like OG who's on a come up. And and guys like OG and Anobi, those type of guys you trade for when they when they just about to pop, when they just about to get 25 years old, 26 years old. Because you don't know what you're getting in that guy. 
that's why I got like OG would definitely fit on the Knicks. Ain't fire clutch agency, but I don't think he's coming here. I don't know. Musayu Jerry, he's a thief. That's like that's like trying to talk with a bank robber. Why you got, why you got the fucking AK in your face? You trying to make sense with this guy. I can't make sense with Musayu Jerry. The last time we traded with him, he robbed us. Gave us Andres Bogliani. I don't even know if Jack know who Andres Bogdanian is. He only 16. Andres Bogdanian was straight ass. Top five Nick, worst Nick play I've ever seen. Number one for me was Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton was the worst Nick play I've ever seen in my life. He was really bad. Y'all kind of miss Phil Jackson angle a lot, man. And Nick Yo, fans, Nick fan, Nick fans get, get to Nick fans. So Phil had a vision for players. Like, Frank Nilekina didn't work out, but on paper, Frank had a 7-2 wingspan, a 6-7 point guard. Like, shit. He thought it was Ron Harper, man. But Phil tried to trade KP in pieces for, I think, it's either Booker or, at the time, Jalen Brown, bro. And if you get the, if you get those guys in the organization now, we're talking about a whole different build. If Phil just got a chance to kind of get his feet wet and do his thing. I know he fell asleep and he hired. He almost hired Steve Kerr. You know what I'm saying? Like he almost did a lot of good shit, bro. He just, it, it just didn't. He just didn't have the time to really fucking see things, see, uh, see shit through. So, yeah, he had a vision. Yeah, he did have a vision, man. Fucking Nick fans don't want to admit it, man. He definitely had a vision, bro. He had an archetype of player that he wanted, and he he always valued shooting, man. Phil always valued shooting, bro, and shot creation. This is why he gave Noah the back, and Noah, you know, say what you want about Noah, man. Uh, he broke down. Noah broke down, man. But Noah at the five was fucking uh, was Jokic and them and Bam and them at the five back in the day. You almost won an MVP assistant, motherfuckers. Like, this is a fact. Like, Joaquin Noah almost won an MVP award. Yes. That, that almost happened. So That's a fact. Yoke, like, Yoke and Big Yoke, he's OD. Noah was OD, too. I'm not even going to lie. And I think Noah won defensive player of the year award. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. He was first team All NBA defense and almost won the fucking MVP. Averaged like eight assists a game. Like that motherfucker is a good basketball mind. Like Phil was interested in good basketball minds. That's why he tried to like fucking rehabilitate Lamar Odom, get Lamar Odom on a veteran deal. Like he he yeah. got guy that guys that can dribble pass shoot. Man, I, I I just don't I don't think Leon Rose has an idea of how to really run a franchise. I don't think he values certain things in players like i just think he values relationships and his team building is built on relationships like i, he, I feel like he thinks that he, because you hire homeboys and align homeboys that they're, they're naturally going to have great chemistry and they're going to win that might work in a regular season but when it's time to really get down to the nitty-gritty and shit like you're going to need guys that have different different uh talent different types of talent right in terms of, of ability and just different types of players to slide into your lineup. And I just don't think he believes in that, man. I just don't – I don't see it. It's all relationship building. And you can't build a team on on who and who's, who's homeboy and who got who got going on and who been to who wedding and who was roommates with whom in college and fucking – you know what I'm saying? That shit – unless they want to go sign Jay Wright and fire tips, if that's the, the ultimate play or try to, you know, I don't know. Like, this shit is weird as fuck, man, how they approaching, how they approaching this build. It's very strange. Yo, yo, <clears throat> what's crazy is shout-outs to Phil Jackson. The one thing I hate Phil Jackson for, and I will never forgive Phil Jackson for this shit, that man, I was sitting in my mom's living room. That man traded Carmelo Anthony on live TV in a press conference and literally said 
Carmelo Anthony needs to find another team, you know, a team that doesn't want to rebuild. But he was transparent. Like, he he spoke with transparent. Like, like Melo needs to find – and I hated him for that shit. And I hated the way the Knicks tried to build the team around Carmelo Anthony. But, but Phil knew how to – knew when to get rid of guys before it was too late. He knew that KP – Based on his medicals, that you know, getting rid of KP at the time made sense. He probably had he had the he had the information about Carmelo and his knee because remember that remember that season that Carmelo had came back and played in the All Star game in, in MSG. He was mm-hmm. having those those and he and Melo wasn't the same after that knee, bro. Honestly, Melo Melo fucking he declined a lot after that knee. Yeah. So you know, nah. Phil Phil made his decisions based on that, bro. And you can't knock that. Like his knee, the knee was an issue. Yes. And KP was fragile and Phil understood that and tried to move off of them before he, he lost them. You know? I, th- so. I think so. Certain times you can't break the timeline when it comes to certain things. Phil Jackson was a nece- he was a necessary event that had to happen for the Knicks in order to get to where we are today, for me personally. So I would never like try to, you know, shit on him all the way. But that Carmelo Anthony shit, that I did not like that at all. And speaking of Messiah Jerry and the Raptors. These dudes just rejected a trade, Jordan Poole for OG and Anobi. So if he just rejected that trade, who the fuck you think the yo J, yo Jay? Keep you Masai Jerry away from my Knicks, bro. <laughs> Masai is wild, bro. He I don't I don't know. See, that's another cat. I don't know like what he want to do with his team. Like they haven't had a coach yet, right? They don't. They haven't had. They haven't had. Did they employ a coach? Yeah, nah, they got a coach. No, not yet, right? Nah, they got a coach. They got a guy we don't even know his fucking name. I'm intrigued by their coach, by the way. Me personally. Very intrigued. But I, how you reject that trade? I would have took that in a heartbeat and started Jordan Poole at point guard. I would have did that in a heartbeat. Jordan Poole with Scotty Barnes? I would have did that in a heartbeat. I don't know. I guess. I, I don't know. Masai was wilder. Um, if I was Masai, I'd have been traded Pascal Siakam. I'd have been resetted it. But I think at today's age, Pascal is their draft pick. And why wouldn't you want to just keep all your draft picks together? I think it's a different day and age. You know, I I think a lot of teams, when it comes to drafting, I think drafting is going to be very important now, which I'm happy for. Uh, I've been wanting to draft to be important for the past couple of years. You know, Kevin Durant, he fucked that up when he went to the Warriors. And I think it's finally getting back to resetting to – how the 80s was in the in the 90s, where you're drafted, you played there for minimum 10 years. You got to stay there and play there. And making all of these superstar trades and this, that, and the third, the, I, the, the, the game next season is how the fuck you going to beat Denver? How you going to beat that? Because you ain't stopping Jokic. That seven foot, I don't know how you stop Jokic. You can't double team Jokic. You can't play him one on one because he's six foot eleven, two seventy. How is you playing this man one on one? How? You have to have somebody to go at Jokic. Then if you double team Jokic, you got a guy who shoot forty percent from three at six foot ten, and Michael Porter Jr. who can get his own shot. Who now finally learned? Oh, I could pass the ball and, and make the game easier for myself. Took him four years. Took him four or five years. God damn it. But he learned. 
Then you got Aaron Gordon. This motherfucker hitting every clutch three known to man. And he's six foot nine. And he guarding your team's best player. Doesn't matter if it's a point guard, a guard, or a wing. Or a power forward or a center. I seen Aaron yo, I seen Aaron Gordon in the regular season on Joel and B. No cap. <laughs> that's that that's what that's what the NBA gotta deal with. Six foot nine, six foot ten, seven foot, six foot six in KCP, and six foot five in Jamal Murray. And then they got another stable. Chris Brown, they got some young boys coming up. If I'm Denver, we running it back. Give Bruce Brown the bag. You got to run that back. You got to run it back. I hate when teams don't run it back. After you win a title, it, yo, five teams come to my mind. Immediately. Immediately. The first team that really come to mind is the 2011 Mavericks. You got to run it back. You got to run it back, Cuban. You just beat Miami big three. You got to run that back. Give Tyson Chandler the bag. Maybe the Knicks won't fuck up. But you got to run that back. 2012 OKC. You lose LeBron in the finals. You got to run it back. Run it back. How you let James Harden walk for five million because you don't want to pay a little tax? That's a championship team. You're gonna make your money back, brother. You gotta run that squad back. The 2019 Raptors with Kawhi. How you got Kawhi, Pascal, Marcus Gasol, Defensive Player of the Year? What the fuck is going on? Serge Ibaka, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet. What the fuck is going on there? You got to run that back. I'd have gave Kawhi the whole city of Canada to run it back for one more season, Kawhi. Just one more. Just one more. Run it back. Denver, run it back. Don't let none of them walk. You just want a chip. When you win a chip, you got to run it back. I'm tired of it not being two-time NBA champion, back-to-back. Run that shit back. The Bucs tried to run it back. But Chris Kobe Middleton got hurt. So when you run it back, you also got to add young talent running it back. You got to add young talent because you want fresh legs. Running it back is dumb hard. Pause. You got to add fresh legs. If I was the Warriors, KD, we gotta run this back, bro. We gotta run this back, bro. Why are you why are you leaving, bro? You fuck it. You joined the 73 and 9 team anyway. 73 and 9. You up 3-1 and lose a 3-1 lead and go join them. You might as well, you might as well finish your career there. Run that shit back. And I thank God he left the Warriors, because that was. The Warriors was the best team I ever seen in my life. That 2017 team was unbeatable. They're they sweep the 96 Bulls. Sweep them out the gym. They will sweep the motherfuckers out the gym. Sweep. Okay, who you putting Jordan on? You can put Jordan on, KD. That's cool. But now who you putting Pippen on? 
Who you putting pimping on? You can put you, you want to put Pippen on Clay, who guarding Curry? I'm confused. How is you stopping that? Nobody in planet is stopping that. The only team that I'll probably give them a seven game series or run for their money is the 01 Lakers. That's the only team I think that I'd give them a run for their money. You put Draymond at the five, you put Katie at the five, Draymond at the four. Iggy at the three, Clay at the two, Curry at the one. How is you guarding that? That is old fucking D. That's old D. I've never seen some shit like that. Never, ever. We never going to see a team like that again. The only way you see a team like that again with that much talent on the same team at the same time is if some crazy shit happened like like Jason Tatum get traded to the Denver Nuggets. And now you got Tatum with, with Jamal Murray with, with Jokic. With, with, and, and you still keep, fuck it, you still keep Michael Porter Jr. with that. How you guarding that? What the fuck is you doing with that? Y'all don't think the Knicks, uh, I want the Knicks to be like that one We running around here. Oh, we got to keep the young players and let them develop. Develop what? We four years into this. You want to wait until I'm 38 years old to fucking find out how, how, how the finals feel? You keep two young boys out of this group. You trade the rest of them motherfuckers. Nick fans need to stop this bullshit, man. The only time you run it back is if you win a championship. That's the only time. Even if you don't win a championship, if your team gets very far, Eastern Conference Finals, that's when you run it back. You can't run the same team back, especially how you lost. Can't. But that's all I got for today. Um, Shouts to Jay. Um, Shouts to everybody who tuned in, man. Uh, I, I just wanted to get my feelings off this afternoon. I'm talking about this whole Dante DiCenzo thing and, and my confusion when it comes to Nick fans on, on how team building goes. It's kind of annoying sometimes, but, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, Big Mo, what's up? What up, brother? In Paul. Good space. Good space. I, I, have, I have one question for you and for Knicks fans, right? Something that's not making sense in my head. Josh Hart's been on four different teams in the past five years, collecting two to three year deals, right? The guy's about to, he has one year left on his deal. Why would he give a shit about the Knicks and what the Knicks are going to do and opt in for $12 million when the new CBA is coming in? He can try to get a new contract, even if it's not going to be the $18 million he wants and the Knicks bidding against themselves. But why wouldn't he look for a new contract by a different team? Three year deal, a four year deal. Brooklyn will probably look at him for a two, three year deal. Other teams can use a glue guy for a three-year deal. Why would he help the Knicks and risk himself not playing well this season, risk himself maybe getting an injury, risk himself not doing well, wow, like he just did the last fucking couple of weeks with the Knicks? Why would he do that and opt in? Because he gives a shit about helping the Knicks out to get him, to get another player in? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, that doesn't make sense. 
as an athlete that, that wants to make some money, opting into a $12.9 million deal in New York City after your taxes means you're taking out about $6.5 million clean. Instead of looking for a longer-term contract, a two-year deal, three-year deal, even a four-year deal with this new CBA coming in, even if it's not $18 million a year, even if it's $13 million a year, three years for $40 million, or three for $39 for around $13, $13.5 a year. To me, it just doesn't make sense for a player that just got to this team well, because they told him, I promise you I'm going to pay you next year. Unless they give him like a little, literally a written document that's signed saying that we're paying you next year. That makes absolutely no sense to me in my eyes. Like, how does this benefit Josh Hart? Um, so, so, from my understanding, like, the way I read things is there's a, there's a plan after the plan. So, the way I'm looking at it, from my point of view, personally, is the Knicks have a trade. On, on standby, they're trying to get the particulars together, and after that said trade, because I don't, I don't think quickly, I don't think quickly is going to be here. I think quickly, me personally, is going to be traded if they do make any trades. I think quickly is going to be traded for a current All Star right now. And the reason why they're talking about we signing Josh Hart and getting Dante Divincenzo is to replace the backup wing spots. That's that's exactly what I, how I feel. If the Knicks can trade a couple of bench players, get them a, a starter who can average 20, a guy like Paul George, who personally I feel like is, is a good fit with the other guys, even though I don't want Paul George. I think that's the that, that's the. I, I agree with that. I agree with all that. I'm not talking about it from the Knicks standpoint. I'm talking about it from Josh Hart's standpoint. If he opts in Josh instead of standpoint? yeah, if he opts in instead of looking to get more money in a longer term contract, what if he doesn't have a great year and Quentin Grimes has some fucking miraculously big jump this year. Now the Knicks have to pay Quentin Grimes. What well, if they tell Josh Hart and say, yo, you know what? We're not giving you that four years for $70 million. Quentin Grimes... My thing is, why would why would any NBA player want to play in New York <laughs> like most of with the taxes? Not, not even playing in New York, Jay. Why, why would any NBA player opt in instead of going for more money? Yeah, when yeah, when, like you said, like he's going to come home with like $6 million. Yeah, that so makes like, no sense to me. Like, I'm not talking about from, an, from no a team sense. standpoint. From a player standpoint, I'm Josh Hart. I've been on four different teams in the past five years. I want a home, but I also want a long-term contract so I can put food on the table for my family. I want to make sure that I'm locked in for the next couple of years making some money. And now I know Quentin Grimes, who was their main glue guy last year, for him to be defending the opposing team's best player. What if he has a big year? He's going to be up for a contract as well. What if Grimes fucking balls out and I play like shit and then I don't get paid next year? I might as well take some money this year. Fuck opting in. Let me opt out and take care of myself. Like, fuck the Knicks. What did the Knicks do for me? They traded for me? Fuck them. I want my money. So from the Knicks standpoint, it makes sense. From the player's standpoint, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Why the fuck would, would you opt in? I would never fucking opt in. Fuck that. I want my money. <laughs> I also would never want to play for the Knicks. I'll be on Pat Riley's line every day. Mr. Riley, what you need? I'll be on some Damon Lillard shit and go straight to Miami. Get the you winning, understand what I mean, right, Jay? Yeah, of course. It makes no sense from a player's standpoint to opt in for $12 million. When the new CBA is coming in and contracts are going to be different, like I would go and get as long of a contract as I possibly could. Throw your bag now. Yeah, bro. Yes. Even if it's less than I'm making now, even if it's not 12.9, even if it's 12 million, but three years deal for 36 million, and I'm locking in three years. But Mo, that's why me and State was saying that you could get, we were trying to figure out the number on extending his current contract. So if he opts in, you could could sign to an extension based on the 12.9 million. And that'll take him where he needs to be anyway. Yeah, but the anyway, extension will be able to happen now if he opts in. The extension will happen in a couple of months. Mm. Yeah, that's another problem for him. Yeah, I agree, bro. 
What if he gets yeah, fucking get injured? What if he breaks his leg? What if he doesn't play and Quentin Grimes becomes this fucking phenomenal fucking two-way player this year and has one hell of a fucking year? Then, then Josh Hart ate shit. Oh, man. That, that's why, like, like, Knicks fans and all this, all these reports, yeah, Josh Hart wants to help the Knicks. Fuck that. He's been on the Knicks for three months. I'm telling the Knicks, go fuck yourselves. Give me my money. You don't want to give me my money? I'm going somewhere else. I'm opting out. I'm going to be a free agent. Let me go get, let me get a contract somewhere else. And I'd be more than yep. fucking happy with that. But I just don't think that, I don't understand how, how this is making sense to everybody. Yo, it makes no sense to give Josh Hart 80 million if you don't have Paul George on the roster, bro. That's my thing. So bro. if it doesn't make sense, why would Paul, why, and they don't give him the money, why the fuck should Josh Hart stay? Why would he opt in? Why would he tell the 29 other teams in the NBA who wants, who wants the glue guy? I can do everything. I want a three-year deal minimum. I don't know, bro. I ain't gonna speak for Josh Hart. Josh Hart, I can't, I can't answer that question, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm just telling you that I'm not giving Josh Hart 80 million. And if the Knicks give Josh Hart 80 million and say that they're running it back with the same roster with Josh Hart on an 80 million dollar contract and Dante Divincenzo with the full MLE, I'm gonna be pissed off with the Knicks. I'm telling you that right hey, now. Hey, yo, real quick, who is uh? How does this work with Josh Hart's negotiation? Like, usually your agent, you know, puts a feeler out for what the market is. But his agent is CAA, so how does that work? Like, are the Knicks trying to, like... I think it's verbal commitment, Lefty. I think it's just verbal commitment in-house that they told him, listen, help us out, we'll guarantee you next year you're going to get paid a three-, four-year deal. And then it's on him to make the decision. I think that they're doing stuff behind closed doors. They're working something out. But to me, as a player that hasn't had a secure contract that's been on multiple teams, I'm not trusting my fucking agent in CAA. I'm not trusting any of them. I want, I want to get my money to secure my family for the next couple of years, bro. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. And he, and he just had twins, so it's like he just, he's newly married and just had twins. Like, the money's important to him, man. You got to get the money, bro. And people don't realize how much the taxes are in New York, bro. $12.9 million after all his taxes and his fees, city, state, federal, Social Security. This motherfucker's not making more than six and a half, maybe, maybe $6.8, million, $6.9 million at the end of the year. Millionaire don't understand money like you. These cats make $24, $22 an hour, bro. You're talking a different language to these cats, bro. <laughs> like, come on, bro. He's going to pay just you know this, fucking federal taxes around $3.5 million. Like, people have to realize that, bro. Like, to me, it doesn't make any sense as, as an NBA player that's joining the Knicks to opt into my contract if I'm still he's – he's in his prime now, bro. Like, you're still healthy. You, you helped the Knicks get to the second round. You have some value. Josh Hyde has some value in the NBA, bro. A contending team will give him a full mid-level exception on a three-year deal. So, like, to me, it, it doesn't make sense for him to tell him, yo, I'll opt in for you guys. I'm going to take care of the Knicks after being on the Knicks for three a months. That mid- makes no sense. A full mid is what, $13 million? What is it now? I think it's moving up with the new CBA to a little under 15. I'm not sure. I know Jeremy would know 100%, but I'm not sure. But I think it's moving a little up. Yeah, so yeah, so over three years, we're talking about, what, $45 million over three years? I think I think you can't pay him anything more than that. I think you got to pay him, like, about 52 53 at the max $55 million over three years. Do the math. Like, if you give him a full million at 13 – Let's say you give him $13 million for three years at $39 million, $40 million. After his taxes in New York City, that $40 million is about $26 million. So now, like, it's still not appeasing compared to where you can get if you go somewhere else. But still, if you can lock that down, you want to lock it in now instead of taking that risk. Everyone's forgetting, bro. He's taking minutes away from Quentin Grimes. He's going to be taking away development from Quentin Grimes. 
Quinn Grimes has one hell of an offseason right now. Works his ass off, comes back, ends up being a fucking 40% three-point shooter. Locked down on defense, gets stronger and faster, taking the ball to the hole. Josh Redskin could get fucked, bro. He could lose every fucking dollar that he's supposed to get right now. Yo, Key, yo, I'm, I want you to answer this question because I'm, I'm getting out of here at two. How does this make, make it make sense to me? How does it, how do you pay Josh Hart? Just make it make sense. How do you pay Josh Hart an excess 70 plus million dollars? But you got Nick fans on the timeline saying they don't want to pay quickly $80 million to be Jalen Brunson's backup. Make it make sense to me. Make, make, make it make sense to me. I'm not paying Josh Hart before quickly. That's one thing. The second thing is, if you're going to justify even paying any bench player an excess of $50-plus million, you have to be a championship contender because you have to go on the luxury tax in order to do something like that. So that kind of just don't make sense to me. Like, hey, it doesn't make sense either way. If you want to pay a, guy, a glue guy to around 15 to 18 million, I'd rather go out and fucking get Bruce Brown, bro. Why the fuck? Because he's your own connections. You want to take care of him to get Josh Hart. To me, it's, it's fucking up the, 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 the young the person on a rookie skill contract. It's Brunson's fam. This is why their the team building don't make sense to me. Because you said, I agree. Quickly, as much as I, I dislike quickly, we, we still really don't know what quickly is, right? He could take another jump this offseason. And Bruce Brown. Correct Mo is a better player, a more useful player. But this whole um, homeboys with Brunson shit, I think trumps everything, bro. So this is why DiVincenzo is, is, a, is the talk of the town. He declined his option, and this is why the whole Josh Hart situation is, is, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just want to see how it works out on the court. If, if you bring it back quickly with Dante, with Josh Hart, with <laughs> Quinn Grimes, with R.J. Barrett, with Brunson, <laughs> Yeah, 40 they're gonna look like fucking midgets like playing AAU guard. basketball. Bro. That's what we're gonna look like. They're gonna look like midgets playing against AAU basketball. Go against a team like Denver, who has five, play- four players above the height of six six on their court, bro. We're gonna, it's, the matchups aren't even. Uh, it's, so, it's a little weird, bro. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. And the money situation to me, no matter what anyone tells me, it's not gonna make sense. The situation with Josh Hart. If Josh Hart opts in. He's fucking stupid, or he's got a written contract with with CAA. That he's gonna get a contract next year. Maybe why? Are, why? Why are why are we attributing the Knicks' success to Josh Hart? That's what I want to know. Nobody is attributing that. No, that no, no, no. They are. They are. They're saying Josh Hart, Josh Hart. Without Josh Hart, Josh Hart. Why are we? This guy, you would think he's. Uh, are you saying we say this, or are you saying Knicks Twitter? Knicks Twitter, it? like. Oh, dude, I thought you were saying we say this. What the fuck are you talking? No, he literally played his first playoff game because he was on a team with Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, and Emmanuel Quickly. Like, he's not bringing anybody to the play. If he was such a great player, then why did Damian Lillard like not throw a hissy fit? I don't know, man. That, that's just Nick fans. I could care less. Yo, D, what's up, man? How the hell are you guys? I haven't spoken to you guys in like what four or five days. How's everyone doing? Everyone's good. I'm good, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. asking, buddy. I'm All right, good. Ask. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know none of this shit matters because <laughs> we 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 giving ourselves we giving ourselves a headache because it, it comes down to 
I just want everybody to know, not necessarily y'all four, because I think y'all four kind of y'all kind of understand it already. I'm just, I, I wasn't going to talk Knicks until Friday. I really wasn't. But I just want to throw this out there so everyone understands. Dante DiVincenzo, a shout out again to Jeremy from Knicks Film School because he's probably the only person that really cares to ask questions like this. But Dante DiVincenzo, since his first year at Milwaukee, right, his first year at Milwaukee, he averaged 16 minutes. Ever since then, he's been always averaging over 22 minutes a night. So I want Nick fans to understand that Dante DiVincenzo, if he does come here, which all indications says that he probably will come here. He's from PA, obviously, Brunson, Hart, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. 40% three-point shooter, uh, could defend, he's short. I want you all to know, if he comes here, he's not playing 15, 20 minutes a night. He's going to be playing over 20 minutes a game which in essence creates the opportunity for them to get rid of these one of these kids. So I want everyone to know, not y'all four, because I think y'all four already understand it, but for everyone listening, if you, if you are a fan of the kids, Dante DiVincenzo is not something you really want to root for because in particular, Tibbs is going to play him more than he plays the kids if he had to, like if Dante is contributing, and he will. Because Dante's a good player. Because he got pedigree, these He came from yeah. Milwaukee and and Golden State. Tim's going to yeah. trust him more. Yeah, champion, yeah, championship teams. I mean, we already seen he put or he put Josh Hart over R.J. Barrett multiple times in a playoff series. And then, you know, R.J. is just very adaptable and very cerebral that he was able to still contribute. But Dante DiVincenzo signals that they're probably going to trade one of these kids. It's going to be very interesting because I know a lot of people don't know this, but, like, just because they signed Dante DiVincenzo on on Friday doesn't necessarily mean they have to do a trade that same day. Uh, R.J. Barrett's contract could go up by, I think it's July 9th. It might have been June 9th. I don't know. It's one of the 9th. But I don't know who is going to go, but whoever whoever is going to go, the replacement is here in DiVincenzo. I can make a case due to the playoffs alone, that Dante DiVincenzo could probably start over Quentin Grimes. I, I could make that a solid debate, and I like I would oppose the only the only rebuttal anybody could give me would be, well, QG's younger. Yeah, cool. So what? Like, Dante DiVincenzo is 10 times better than him in all fabrics across the board. So in a playoff scenario, again, if you're a fan of the kids, this is where you get upset because in a playoff scenario – Somebody like how, how is Quentin Grimes ten times worse the player than Dante Divincenzo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Let me let me finish because <laughs> listen. Wait, you, you got you can't you can't ask a question. Uh oh, Uncle 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 Q. Yeah. Uncle Q. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I don't. I don't. I don't duck the smoke of a random Avi like like half of Twitter does against Bob Left. So uh, let me answer a question. Let me answer well, this question. This is Dante Divincenzo. Let me answer. Let me answer the question. Let me answer. 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 Because the same person that you don't like is the coach of the Knicks. So you see how he slot out R.J. Barrett multiple times for Josh Hart. I can make an argument that if QG's not making his shots, Divincenzo is basically the same thing. Like he can basically, he can basically shoot a higher percentage as of right now. I don't give a shit if he shoot a higher percentage. I know you don't, but you asking me a basketball question. You cannot answer the question with saying no. No, you cannot. You have to wait. Say say you can't answer the question. I'm about to leave in ten minutes, bro. Okay, that's cool, bro. Real quick, this was for for Papa Left. No, no, I got you. I got you. Real quick, there's no fucking planet. The Knicks is trading Quayne Grimes. 
just to start Dante. I didn't. I didn't say it had to be PG. Again, you. I don't want to see him playing over Grimes in a playoff game. Again, again, state, again, state. They might do it. They they might do it. They might do it. Leon Rose might do it, bro. They might do it, bro. I love you, State, but this, they don't really give a fuck about what you think. They don't about. care, bro. They, they <laughs> trade, they like, trade they R.J. They Barrett to, to, to sign to start uh, Josh Hart, brother. Like if, 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 all I can say is this That's to true. the people that love Grimes. Yeah. If he goes 30% from the field goal and 27% from three, there is no universe where Tibbs doesn't pull him pull him out and put Dante DiVincenzo. I'm sorry. Yeah, bro, but I, I don't see any way in hell where DiVincenzo starts over Grimes. He's too small, and then he he forces Grimes to play the, the same height. Best the same height. No, Grimes is about they an inch and a half taller than him, bro. And they are the same Grimes height. I looked up the wingspan. They are the same height. That wingspan is a doesn't mean your height. You're no, but they're the wingspan same height. They're both 6'4". They're both 6'4". And Dante Grimes is listed at 6'5". Bro, there's a lot of places where it doesn't matter what the thing is. Grimes' ability to be able to guard against a bigger forward, a bigger wing, is what Tibbs loves. I hear you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing that, that DiVincenzo can close out games over Grimes. I'll agree with that. But to me, the biggest thing that this leads to DiVincenzo coming is Emmanuel Quickly getting moved because the Knicks yeah, wouldn't. They're gonna have to pay move. quick. They're not gonna pay quick eighty to hundred million dollars. They're bringing DiVincenzo to me. It's quick to get moved. I'm not gonna say which kid because I don't know. That's me assuming. But yeah, one of these kids are gonna get moved for sure. Yeah, yeah Grimes still in that rookie contract. They still have another year with him, bro. Quick. Quick makes sense to get moved, so they don't have to pay him his contract. Quick has more value right now, so I think Quick I is the one that gets moved. I, I agree. If you're asking me, like if if I had to choose which kid gets moved, it's probably Quick. But the the whole point that I'm we're coming up here is that Dante Divincenzo signals that there's a trade right after that. So I just wanted to bring that up to everyone's forefront because everybody's acting like Dante Divincenzo is just going to be coming off that bench, not necessarily. Nah, he's so. off the bench, probably. He's n- 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 nigga, nigga, yo, D, D. I'm so glad I'm about to touch grass because D, D came up here and like tried to like really piss me off just now. You're, you're Yo, already bro. pissing yourself off, bro. You've been talking about the Knicks for a week. Oh, because you came up here and said that stupid shit, my nigga. There's no planet where ninja. I want to The word is ninja. Yo, bro. I love you. They, I they, love you. I, I love you too. Let's stop that dumb shit, man. Now you blow my heart. You blow my heart. Now I got to roll. I'm sorry. Like, like they don't bro. care about you. I'm going to. All right. Would you just, what you care I'll about, take bro. Five times better than Grimes. This ninja averaged five point five points in three playoffs. That's my problem. I do. I do think they're dumb enough to sign this Dante kid and not make a trade and just have a fucking conglomerate of bullshit going on. That's my problem. This this is what I'm worried about. But that's my problem. Well, I think. I think just based off what what Dante Divincenzo is, and based off what how Tibbs operates, and just the fact that they got like the cap space to do it, it probably signals that they're gonna trade somebody. It could be it could even be Obi. Like I like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here like it has to be either IQ Grimes or RJ. It could be Obi. They could be factoring in trading Obi for something as well. The, but trade. but Dante Dante coming here means that it'll probably trade one of these kids for something. I don't know That's what it is. So but there's no logic in trading Obi and adding Dante. Because Dante's six four, so Josh Hart gonna be the backup fucking power forward. This is where. Yep, you answer your question. That signals they think that you answer your question. Yeah, dumb. You answer, but you answered your question without me even bro, saying it. Talking about yeah. Leon Rose here, bro. Like we talking, Leon Rose is not a fucking smart guy, bro. Like he, he's terrible, bro. This is what this is. He listens to what Tips says, and Tips thinks that Josh Hart can play a four. So this is what they're gonna do. 
stupid, man. I swear on my life, they better not be thinking that dumb shit, man. And it's crazy. Stay, as long as Tibbs is here and Randall's here, but Randall's playing 40 minutes a game. So the backup power forward's only going to get eight minutes. So it doesn't yep. even fucking matter at this point, bro. Yep. As long as Tibbs is here and Randall's here, Randall's going to be top five in the league in minutes a game. So you need, we you need spot minutes. You need spot minutes of heart. Give you a high. Now, yeah, now the second unit is what you can mix and match with. Josh Hart can play you two, three, or four. RJ can play you two, three, or four. He's going to mix and match with them until he can get fucking Randall get off his little one-minute, two-minute break in the beginning of the second quarter, the one, two-minute break in the beginning of the fourth quarter, and that's it. It's Tibbs being a fucking idiot. As long as his coach is here, he's going to be a fucking idiot. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you a hot take. I don't think Randall's going to average 36 minutes next season. I think Randall's going to average around 30. I think he's going to have his lowest minutes per. As I a- disagree. Um, I think he's an average of the most minutes of his career next year. All right. I, I so after that. having a shitty, after having a shitty playoff, I think no. he's gonna come back trying to be the most selfish cocksucker in the world. Coming off a major injury, no, he is fucking not. I disagree with that. With that said, I think he's gonna have to around thirty. When the Knicks played him twelve minutes in the first quarter, they don't give a fuck about his injury, bro. You know that, that more than anybody. Injury. He's coming off a fucking injury where he's in a cast. He's probably still in the cast, bro. Let's stop the nonsense. I don't think he's going to come I think, back. I think you're talking to yourself right now, bro. They, they did that purposely for the people, for the people to feel bad and to fucking feel bad for Randall playing through injury, say, showing that he's a fucking bullshit-ass warrior so they don't criticize him. All right, man. Y'all blowing my mind. Y'all aggravating me now. I knew this part, I knew this part was going to go long enough to the point where people want to start annoying me, bro. I don't want to hear that right now. I want to hear my narrative. Just like how the Knicks don't give a fuck about how I feel, I don't give a fuck about what y'all two saying right now. I got my narrative, and I'm sticking to it. That's it. Now, can I go touch grass? <laughs> I've been trying to do that for like an hour. I love all of you guys. Um, no, I will not be joining the space after this space ends. You will not be hearing from me for the rest of the day. I will be touching grass. Um, just like last night, because the Knicks is annoying, and I've been curving. Last couple of last like two weeks, I've been curving like a, a lot of female activity. I'm not curving for the past two days, so I'm out. I'm about to go enjoy some drinks, get two Long Island iced teas, um, and I got to go meet these people who's coming to get their clothes. I'm about to actually, I'm about to go to Harlem right now. Um, I appreciate everybody who tuned in. I'm so sorry. D, I want to continue this conversation. I really do. Um, because y'all annoying me and I really want to talk to y'all. I don't mean to be this rude, but I definitely want to get out of here at 2, 2 p.m., like on the dot. And if I fucking don't unmute y'all, y'all going to fucking keep antagonizing me. And it's going to make me want to talk even more. I don't want to talk anymore. It's time to go get drunk. Right? Y'all random Abbies need to go outside. Go enjoy your family. The next time a random Abby at you, this is what you need to write them. I need you to take a video of you walking your dog and post it on the timeline. So I know you're a real person. I want to join Papa Left and his random Abby fight and put my Abby as a random Abby. <laughs> Because that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that was one of the most ingenious things ever. I'm mad. I, I smoked too much weed to not think of that shit. That is so ingenious, bro. 
But watch out for the random Abbeys because the random Abbeys can get your profile deleted. Don't curse with them no more. You know, just send them just send them a good reply. Listen, brother, you need to give me a video response. The only thing a random Abby could do is one of three things. Either they're going to say, well, you a stupid ass bitch. They're going to they gonna curse you out, one. Or two, they're going to make up some shit like, oh, well, I don't need to take a video in order to uh, prove to you that, uh, that uh, second bum ass excuse. Or the third bum ass excuse. Oh, you're 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 this because you want to see another grown man in a video and you didn't shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Even ugly motherfuckers post themselves on the timeline. I don't give a fuck if you ugly and handsome. I need to see you walking a dog or something. I need to see if you're real. I put myself on the timeline. I put my acts up there. I'm a real person. I need to see if you're real. You don't have the courage to do a video. You don't. So then you can shut the fuck up and fan. Don't complain about me bitching. Just like I always say. You bitching with me about my bitching. Now we both bitches. So how are we going to solve this? Where are we going with this? Y'all, I'm out of here, man. Y'all better go touch grass. Enjoy y'all wives. Enjoy the people. You, enjoy the people you love. You know, stop allowing random Nick content creators to run around and spew this Dante DiVincenzo bullshit. Like D said, like I said before, D even came in here. The only logical way. You're even throwing Dante DiVincenzo out there. Is that you got to quickly and Grimes trade lined up. That's the only way. That's the only logical way. It's no other logical way. Trading Obi to sign DiVincenzo. What? Are you stupid? Knicks can't be that dumb. I'm not going to believe they're that stupid. And I'm not going to believe they're that stupid to the point where Jay just said, took the words right out. I was thinking, like, you don't sign DiVincenzo and do nothing? That's dumb. Leon Rose in a lose, lose, lose win situation right now. The only way I, I, he can win in State's multiverse, in my eyes, is if he makes a trade for Paul George while keeping Grimes. Keep keeping RJ. Shit, you want to be stingy? You, you you don't necessarily. So I put the trade up. I, I put one of the deals up there, even though I fucking. I, fuck, I swear to God, I hate this deal. I swear to God, I hate it. Quickly, Obi, Mitchell Robinson, Evan Fournier, Isaiah Hardenstein for Paul George and Nicholas Batum. Or if you don't want Nicholas Batum old ass, you could get Terrence Mann. Caveat is, he can't be a clutch agency player. So, no, we're not getting Brandon Boston Jr. Now, after you do that deal, okay, we sacrificed Mitchell Robinson. You got Jericho Sims. You do the same shit. Let him play. You got Deuce McBride. Let him play. What, you don't believe in your farm system? Scary? 
We just got outplayed by Max Struess. Ain't no way in hell Deuce McBride can't get no minutes next season. Ain't no way in hell. You go get me Paul George, and you and then okay. Now you got Josh Hart, you got Dante DiVincenzo off the bench. Go get Russell Westbrook on a vet minimum. Top five in the NBA and pass out of drives. Nick guards don't like passing the ball when they drive to the bank. Russell Westbrook does. We got fans who will come up and say Russell Westbrook hogs, hogs the ball when he led the league in assists multiple times. I don't understand fans when they talk basketball. You talk out of your feelings. Now, can Jericho Sims be a starting center? I don't know. Would I put my money on Jericho Sims before any center in free agency right now? You're damn right I would. He started some games for the Knicks last season. So we'll see. Got 48 hours, Leon Rose. I'm going to holler at y'all, man. It's your boy State, man. I have these audios out later. Once again, about to go to Harlem. About to get people clothes together, get these people clothes off. They were supposed to meet me yesterday. I'm like, yo, bro, how you hit me after 4.30? You don't think I got grass to touch? <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you doing? But today, work day. Got to go in, got to gotta figure out some things. I like to sit in the liquor store, talk to my pops and shit. I know a lot of people don't have their father. My right-hand man lost his father. I like to just sit there, be in the liquor store, and, and, and talk to my pops and, 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 and just, you know, have those typical conversations. My pops and my little brother, they don't have a good relationship. They always at odds, so I feel like I got to be the older brother who just brings everything together, so I got to talk to him. But, but outside of that, the business thing, where I want the backdrops at, that type of nature, that, that's what I'm about to go do today. Probably have a girl pull up on me real quick. She'll chop it up with me, but outside of that, you know, I'm out of here. Your boy State. Hey, um, Quentin Grimes is not ten times worse than Dante DiVincenzo, dude. I, don't know, I know that. I don't know what. That's a, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. I, that's a fact. I don't know where D he spoke out his ass with that shit. I'm out of here with I'm out of here with that side, man. Y'all y'all have a blessed day, man. Peace and blessings. I love you, Deej.